More than 3,300 children have been killed in Gaza since the Hamas attacks on October 7, according to an aid agency, and a further 940 are missing, believed to be buried under the rubble of buildings destroyed in Israeli airstrikes. The UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees is relying on information from Gaza's health agency and media reports, but exact figures are impossible to verify. In its latest situation report, the agency paints an increasingly grim picture, including a growing death toll among its own staff in the Palestinian territory. Joining us now from the UNRWA in Gaza is Kiwi Hector Sharp. Kia ora, Hector. Good morning, Lisa. Hi. Can you tell us a bit about your staff? The death toll among people working for the UN there seems to be growing at a horrendous rate. Yes, it's, it's truly tragic how many colleagues I've lost. Uh, 63 at latest count. Um, our colleagues are UN officials, but they're also part of the community. You know, we, we have 13,000 staff here delivering a huge development and humanitarian program, and and uh, some of them have died while on duty. Others have died in their homes with their families. It's, uh, it's tragic. Yet people are continuing to work for you, Hector? Yes, I think that just shows the dedication that our staff have. I mean, this is their community um, and, and the ability to help those around them uh, is through their work. So, yes, they're still, still turning up to work despite the security threats, um, not just from the bombing campaign, but for also civil unrest. And, you know, people are very desperate at the moment. So our staff are under a heck of a lot of pressure. How are you feeling about that, Hector? I mean, is there anywhere safe for you? Uh, safety is relative, um, but uh, we're doing our best to uh, fortify our positions and, and, and make sure that we have a safe base to operate from. Um, you know, I've been here for a few years now. Uh, I'm part of the aid community, but I'm also, um, you know, intertwined with the beneficiaries and, and I hope that they, they see what we're doing here. Um, in terms of the threat from, from the bombing, it's it's part of my job to, to make sure that our locations, all UN locations, are known to both sides of the conflict to protect them. But as we've seen over the last two weeks, that, that hasn't always been possible. We've had 42 UN installations that have been hit, um, either directly or indirectly, um, by uh, strikes. And, and um, those are schools, hospitals, um, distribution centres, warehouses, and, and our own headquarters, uh, which, which I... Uh, spent four days underground while we were under severe shelling. So, uh, yeah, safety is relative. And the number of children who are dying in this conflict is continuing to grow, now more than 3,300. What are you seeing in terms of the impact on on children there? Yes, this is, this is one of the particularly uh, horrible parts of this conflict is, is that Gaza has a, an incredibly young population. Um, I believe over 60% of the population are children. So uh, obviously when you're conducting a widespread uh, conflict and uh, aerial bombing campaign, that's going to that's gonna come out in the numbers, which is tragic. From what I've seen, I have visited Shifa Hospital, which is the main hospital here. I've walked the wards. I've seen the children, uh, and it, it is heartbreaking those scenes, uh, I can't describe them. So today we're hearing from the US government that it's confident that more aid is going to be able to come into Gaza. Do you share that confidence? It, it doesn't matter whether I share it or not. This conflict will not be solved by a trickle of trucks of aid. 
uh, a ceasefire is needed so we can safely distribute any aid that we receive. Uh, a ceasefire is needed so that we can restore civil uh, order so that people don't loot that aid that's coming in. It, it, it's the, the, uh, yeah, this will not be solved by a trickle of trucks. We've received 117 in the last week. Uh, we need at least 100 on the, on the regular, on the daily. Um, but the UN itself, we, we are tasked with once those aid, once that aid arrives at the border, it is our staff and our organisation that is tasked with just distributing, storing, and keeping that aid safe. And the more that we are in this conflict, the more that our ability to do that is degraded. Hector, tell me about the the breakdown of well, I suppose it's the breakdown of civil society there. I mean, we've seen pictures of people looting your storerooms. Yes, yes. Um, for three weeks now, uh, this this population of 2.3 million people has effectively been pushed into starvation. Uh, and UNRWA is one of the few places which has remaining stocks, and we're doing our best to ration them so that they go to the most vulnerable and to the, to the places they need. But the, the, the breakdown of civil order, as we saw two days ago, you know, came on the back of over 24 hours of communications uh, blackout, uh, which caused widespread panic. Panic. It came on the back of uh, a ground invasion that is now ongoing, which which has um, obviously uh, cut essentially cut the Gaza Strip in two between north and south. So, I think that the civil unrest is is a sign of of how far this this population has been pushed. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's worrying to 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 note that we. We cannot control our own uh, stores. I mean, the UN doesn't have guns. The UN doesn't have a police force. Uh, our, our, our warehouse that was overrun was overrun by 7,000 people. Uh, it would be impossible to suggest that the UN could stop uh, stop people from doing that. So what we really need now is, is, is a chance to get back up on our feet, a chance to distribute aid so that people know that food is coming to them so that they don't have to resort to looting. Thanks. Thank you for your time, Hector. Kia ora rā e ho. That is Hector Sharp, who is a New Zealander working in Gaza for the UN there, assisting Palestinian refugees.